Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Sacred and Rooted podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Nickel. And you can think of me as some sort of spiritual guide, meditation teacher, life coach combination, uh, and just general student of life like everyone else. And yeah, we're here today. Um, I wanted to do something a little more maybe fun than a couple of the other podcasts, which are a bit more spiritual or serious. Uh, and this is, I mean, everything's spiritual, so what can I tell you? But in this episode, I think the moral of the story is when in doubt, move your hips. And so just, you know, to get some background information going, uh, our second chakra is in our reproductive area. Uh, it's at the base of, near the base of our spine. Uh, and it's where we hold a lot of emotion, uh, or we could hold a lot of emotion. Um, as you know, all of us have figured out over the course of decades of life, uh, you know, if we aren't feeling our feelings and then also having them kind of all the way to completion if we feel our feelings all the way to completion then they sort of flow out and we're good however there's some things that are you know that we hold on to and so we hold on to that emotion and we sort of store it somewhere and a lot of times it's held in our second chakra area and so inadvertently our hips they don't flow they don't move as easily we sort of start to unconsciously like hold or clench or tighten uh, that whole area. And so that is what today's episode is about. You know, if you want more fun in your life, move your hips. And so that may sound, you know, overly simplistic to some people, but hear me out um, and then give it a shot and just experiment. Uh, everything that I have to say on this you know, on this whole podcast is um, wisdom, tidbits of information, life lessons, but obviously take what's yours that resonates with you and use it. And, you know, the rest is for someone else. Uh, it's, it's okay. Everything I say is not the be all and the end all. Uh, but try it. I, just try it. Experiment. Just give it a go. And then if it's not for you, you'll know it's not for you. And if it's for you, you might be surprised and think, holy smokes, I didn't realize this was so, you know, something so simple could be so powerful. Uh, anyway, so back to what I was saying before. I got off that little sidetrack there. Um, so yes, so we hold a lot of emotion. We can potentially hold a lot of emotion in our second chakra. And I also want to highlight the fact that if you're a woman, um, you have a really strong potential to also carry other people's emotions within your body as well. And that, to me, floored me when I first heard it. It was like, wow, that is so freaking true. Um, but I had never thought about it quite like that before. And so not only maybe are we carrying some of our own emotions from our own experiences, we are also holding other people's emotions for them <laughs> or, you know, thinking we're helping them by holding their emotions for them. And so um, let's maybe 
commit today to try to not do that so much. Uh, we are, you know, so caring and we want to be helpful. And, you know, we're obviously we're generally invested in our families and our communities and the world. Um, and that means emotionally invested. And, you know, we can carry a whole lot of freaking stuff that's not ours. And so if we are sitting here as women collectively holding the world's energy, like, wow, that's, that's a lot, <laughs> ladies. So let's let some of that go. And, you know, we just, we need to let that shit go because we, it's killing us. It's killing us. It's not going to bring out the best in us and it's not going to then bring out the best in the world like it is not of service in the long run even though with a good heart and a good intention we think it it is but um it it isn't so you know we can support and encourage our loved ones in solving their own problems you know we don't need to take them on as our own. We can be the vessel. We can be the space. We can hold space for people and their emotions and their own, you know, timeline for solving their own problems. But we do not have to go to bed every night and just have them all as ours because uh, it's that's too much. That's too much. And we, I think in 2023, we need to resolve that we are going to aim to be less tired and be less um everything to everybody and so if that rings true for you then I would encourage you to join me because uh I think that's yeah we need to each one of us if we're shining our lights if we're doing our thing and sharing it with the world then that will save the world all together collectively we can do it one little one person at a time doing their little thing is going to change the world not a million worn out tired exhausted humans that can't freaking deal with the shit any longer so so that's where i'm coming from with that um so yeah so we can contribute to moving the world forward without carrying all the baggage and a big freaking wagon behind us and all in our second chakra so that we that our hips are like I don't know a cast in place concrete block um yeah so that's where I'm coming from with the hips and um and I think yeah let's just agree that we can let that go and I probably have more to say on that in a future episode now that I'm getting on that rant but later for later so back to the hips earlier this year I was called out by my Reiki teacher we had just finished doing an attunement on me she had finished doing an attunement on me and she said okay well so you know like everything seems to be flowing pretty well your second chakra though is a little blocked but you know she had done some energy work on it it was cleared out um, but she recommended that I needed to have more fun in my life. And also, she was the one that originally told me, like, you also need to stop taking on other people's problems. And I was like, what? 
Wow, that was wow. And so when she said those words, they just hit me like the truth does, like with a full body resonance. And I was like, holy crap, you speak so much truth. <laughs> and until that moment, I did not realize that I was doing it. Like it was just, um, it seemed so natural. It seemed like the thing to do until we got onto the next phase or whatever. There was all these reasons why it was perfectly legitimate. Um, but when she said, I need to stop carrying other people's problems like they're my own, I was like, yeah, you're right. Yes, you're like exactly right. Um, and then, of course, I do need to have more fun because I, I mean, I have a lifelong uh, thing with that relationship with fun <laughs> is like, you know, after the work is done, then you can have fun after, you know, everyone else should have fun first and then I can have fun. And yeah, fun has always been sort of not the priority. It's been sort of a secondary or even, uh, you know, another level below that where it's like the last thing to do is, is to have fun. Everyone else should be having fun. Um, and having a great time and once they are then I'm free to have fun too kind of thing and so that wasn't so surprising to me um, but the carrying other people's problems yeah that hit right in the heart for sure um, and the other thing that was interesting was I noticed that because she had told me I should have more fun it was almost the same as like a doctor telling you you know you should have really get more exercise or you should really eat less, you know, sugar or whatever the situation is. It's like once you have that, it's like someone told me I should, so I will because that's going to help me. Um, but not, it's easier that way because it seems less frivolous is what I realized. That I feel like sometimes having fun is just like a frivolous, extra fun, like extra fun, yeah extra it's like extra and so when every like I already said when everything else is done then yay let's have fun <laughs> and sometimes the fun needs to be injected into like no matter what's happening have some fun in there um but yeah that has been a learning curve for me forever uh but yeah when she said you need to have more fun in your life I took it on as like an assignment like okay no problem. I can do that. And she told me I needed to, so I really need to now. Like, so it was almost like a reason to do it instead of just because I felt like it or just because no reason, just because why not have fun? So yeah, so she gave me permission to have fun and that really opened the door. And so if you need permission to have fun, I'll give you permission to have fun <laughs> and we can all have some more fun in our lives together. Um, but yeah, that was something that I noticed. The perspective change was really kind of incredible. So that was that session with my Reiki teacher was a few months before summer. It might have been May or June last summer. Uh, and so obviously, I mean, if any season is like, you know, if you want to put fun in any season, I would say fun would be summer. And so it was pretty natural to, like, find fun. There was no shortage of fun to be had. 
so it worked out that way. Uh, you know, there was like vacation fun and exercising in nature fun and just like extra space, spaciousness kind of fun. Friend fun, laughs, nice weather, hot weather, sun, more sun is always fun. So that was all like, it seemed a little like, okay, well, of course I can have fun in the summer. <laughs> like if you can't have fun in the summer, then that's harsh. So, so it was, but then I found like, okay, well, I need something instead of like, you know, cause you always, everyone looks forward to vacation or, you know, your friends coming in from out of town on holiday. So visit with them and you're coming into somewhere else on holiday. So you visit with other friends. That's all like summer activities, but then there's less of that in the fall, say, or the winter, even the spring sometimes. And so, you know, how do you have fun? Uh, like when it's just like a regular day. And so that was what I started really digging into was, um, like I can have fun when it's like an event, say, or something where it's, it's like, of course we're having fun. This is when you have fun. Um, but to try and put in all the fun, other fun in between all the bigger fun things, um, was definitely something to look at. And that's where the hips come in. If you're thinking I got too far off track. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I really needed to move the needle on stuff that I could do regularly that would just like consistently loosen me up and get my energy flowing. And so my Reiki teacher had mentioned that, you know, a really good few ways to do that would be like with the second chakra would be like swimming or dancing or both. Uh, and movement, uh, you know, I had always, I had danced when I was younger. I figure skated and then I transitioned into dancing because figure skating, I was never going to be an Olympian or anything. So my parents at some point were like, okay, Lisa, <laughs> this is costing us a small fortune. Um, maybe we could take, you know, take it, take some dancing instead and get on with our lives. So yeah, so then I became just more of a casual dancer. Like I was never competitive or anything. It was just more for fun. Um, and so I thought, okay, I can do dancing because swimming, I mean, yeah, I like the ocean. I love water. It's relaxing to me, but I don't swim just to swim. Like I'll be in the water to cool off. I'll be on the beach looking at the water. Um, and I love the sound of water, but like swimming literally is not one of my favorite things to do for sure. So, and I mean, obviously kayaking and canoeing, all the stuff on the water, just literally like I never find myself really just going out for a swim somewhere and thinking that was like a great time. Usually it has to have some kind of purpose. <laughs> like I need to swim from here to there or I'll drown. <laughs> and that's not actually fun. So <laughs> anyway, so I chose dancing and I figured dancing, you know, I could dance in my room regularly. That would be fun. I used to do that a lot. Um, I could dance whenever, like in the house, I could dance with the kids. I could, you know, we could go out dancing even if I got really, really ambitious. Um, and so I thought, okay, sure, I'll do that. But like, I mean, I've done that before intermittently, so I don't really see like what the big deal would be maybe, uh, 
And then I thought salsa dancing, because I've always wanted to salsa dance, like, and really know how to do it and get the outfit and the shoes and everything. Um, but, I mean, I was a bit far away from trying that. So I And I still think I'll probably at some point take lessons, but maybe not with the kids around, like, after they move out. It can be a new thing, I, a new hobby. Uh, yeah, so, wow, was I ever wrong? So here I, w- here I am thinking, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll try it, because what the hell. Um, but I didn't really think it would have a huge impact, and I was totally wrong. Um, I realized quickly that I hadn't even been listening to my music. Like, I'd been listening to the radio music, but that's really not, um, I mean, it's it's okay, but it's really not awesome. Uh, I hadn't even been listening to my music that I had on my phone since COVID really. And so immediately I started collecting new music and listening to old music and even just listening to it was like a mood shift all on its own. So, and I started doing this, um, when I was, like I was listening to songs on YouTube, like I wasn't even, I didn't, I don't even have a membership for like Spotify or Apple or anything like that uh, yet, although I am going to get one because now I've kind of, I need to start collecting them for the long term. Uh, anyway, so I'm starting to listen to these songs and they're awesome and I'm like, wow, this is actually, this is fun, this is awesome. And I'm sure all you music lovers out there are just freaking laughing at me. Um, but literally over COVID, things got pretty serious and quiet in my world or quiet in my fun world, maybe, because it certainly wasn't quiet. It was, we, my partner and I, we moved in together early into COVID. It was like in the summer 2020. And so there was a lot of serious and big issues, like big topics to deal with there as we brought like blending a family with five kids in it um and like three of them basically teenagers uh together moved in together like try and figure out like okay how's this all gonna work um him and I figuring out how we're gonna live together like all these things were sort of like big life changes And so, and then working from home and the kids doing school from home, like, wow, there was a lot of things to handle. And somewhere along the way, not consciously at all, like my favorite music, listening, my sort of like free space, just time, like, wow, it went away. (laughs) And it took this, my Reiki teacher telling me this, like to really notice and to get back into it. And so I, it, it just felt like I was holding everyone else a lot more than usual. And so my spaciousness and fun took like a backseat or maybe sometimes it was in the trunk. Um, and so now that COVID's over and everything likes coming back to normal, it seemed like even back last summer when she first was telling me this, like it just seemed like, holy smokes, yeah, okay. Now there was definitely parts of myself that I gained back during COVID, um, which were like lovely gifts from the universe. Um, but I hadn't realized that I had also inadvertently like sort of like some of the stuff that I used to do that was fun left. (laughs) And so here I go collecting some of it back, 
anyway, so it was, it was crazy. Anyway, anyways, so my music, of course, I love my music choices. <laughs> they may not be for everyone, but these songs like really soothe my soul. They like light me up. They do lots of great things. And so I just started listening to them and making a point of dancing as well. And even if I didn't feel like it at the same time or at the time, I would do it anyway. So I could angry dance, sad dance, fun dance, joy dance, like any kind of mood you can dance it out. And eventually it will all turn into like more of a fun dance because uh, you can move through a pile of energy, energetic, emotional energy by dancing. It's incredible. And I would dance. I wouldn't call like car dancing because we used to do that in high school sometimes when we were driving around downtown you know and you'd be dancing in your seat but like your hips and your like you're not really fully full body dancing so I wouldn't do anything like that it was like I'm standing I'm like moving my hips in like a big figure eight or like a hula hoop kind of circle dance twerking whatever you can do where your hips are like fully fully activated um to really get the emotion like the energy to flow from like the base up and it was freaking fun like it was I was surprised at how just like light I felt after any time I did this and so yeah it's also really hard here's like just a really clear thing to say it's really hard to be serious or mad or stressed and swing your hips or twirl your hips or whatever. Like that movement is so closely tied to our feelings. And more than I ever imagined. But like you'll start doing that. And maybe you're mad when you start. Or maybe you're sad or angry when you start. Um, but it like really moves. Like I can't say this enough. It moves the energy. And it will turn it into. It's like transformational. It turns the energy into something where you're more hopeful, where you have some bandwidth to solve problems in a different way, where you have more patience to look at it differently later. Like, it's crazy. It's just almost like a rejuvenation of, yeah, I, you know, whatever it is, you can figure it out. You know, you've been okay so far with any problem you've faced and you will be okay getting through this one. And so just, it's like a little huge drop of hope, huge drop of like compassion for yourself, huge drop of um, just like, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Whatever it is, you can get through it. And so that's what I wanted to say about moving your hips. Like, it's just one of those things that's so simple, so fun, and so powerful. And so if you're, and you don't have to do this if you're in like the shittiest mood ever. You can do it if you're just even kind of feeling like, meh, kind of blah, kind of whatever. Go freaking get a, yourself a dance party going, even for five minutes, a few songs in, and you're like a whole new woman. And you'll be like, all right, let's do something. You know, you, you'll have an idea for dinner. You'll have an idea like you I don't know whatever creative outlet you have you'll wanna it'll feel juiced up again and so it'll be it'll be great it'll be great and so 
I know I'm behind the eight ball on this, but this year is the year I get a subscription to Spotify and literally collect like a massive playlist of songs so I can just have them all on my fingertips. But for now, I've been using my old songs from Apple that, you know, back in the day when you used to like actually buy a song and that was your song forever. Um, None of the subscription stuff. And then YouTube has been excellent for even catching up on like videos and stuff because I haven't seen any music videos in ages. Uh, Yeah, so when in doubt, move your hips anytime, any place, anywhere with people, without people whatever it's literally now part of my like a routine like my morning routine or maybe not always morning routine but sometimes during my day I always kind of take time to reconnect with you know the universe god goddess whatever you want to refer to it as and just like that timelessness part of myself um because this world can get the 3d like literal physical world can get a lot it can feel like a lot sometimes. And so I just need to like tap into like the energy source kind of thing and really like get my battery charged, if you want to call it that. And one way to do that I'm finding really effectively is dancing and just moving your hips, swinging your hips, getting literally your body, your physical body in flow with the energy that, you know, I think of our bodies as, um, what do you call them? It's like an electrical thing where you, it's like, I guess it's a transformer really, right? Kind of. Anyway, I don't know what I'm thinking exactly, but it's basically like you take energy in and you need to keep it. You're just, of. it's not even a, ve- like we're not vessels to hold anything other than love. And so we just want everything else to kind of like come through and out (laughs) and sometimes it doesn't and so there dancing is just one tool out of many where you can kind of move some of that extra energy through and to then feel lighter and more at ease because you are then more you know aligned with your essence and which is just love and that's it all right that's all I have for you today I will talk to you on the next episode. I hope you have a wonderful day and yeah, I'll see you next time. Take care.